Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey everyone, this is Mark Trichel with another episode with Flying Colors. This will likely also be the last episode for 2023, which has been a good year. I think we're approaching on or just hit 30,000 downloads and substantially more listens since we started two years ago. I appreciate you listening. And today's episode is being recorded exactly at noon, December 21st. And it's exciting times over at NCUA. Why? because they got a new board member coming on. The Senate confirmed uh, Tanya Otsuka to join Todd Harper, chairman, and Kyle Houtman, current vice chairman. That'll be, that title will be evaporating pretty soon, if not at Tanya Otsuka's first board meeting, perhaps the one following that. But so now what happens is she has to get sworn in. Once she's sworn in, Hood, Rodney Hood is done. And Ms. Ms. Otsuka will become the second Democrat on the board. Now, I got a, an email from Ken McCarthy over at American Banker asking me my thoughts on how that might influence NCUA. I don't know if he's come out with an article on it or quoted me yet, but I shot him some, some notes relative to that. And the answer to the question, the first question he asked was, what will this mean for the NCUA board from a perspective of when was the last time there were two Democrats on the NCUA board? And that was a board that concluded its, its reign of a triumvirate on May, in May of 2016. And it was Chairman Debbie Matz, Vice Chairman Rick Metzger, and Mark McWaters, who was the sole Republican. Now, it's, so it's been seven years, roughly, almost seven years, just short of seven years since there was a, a NCUA board that was led by two Democrats. Now, what will this mean uh, for NCUA? It means that the budget in 2025 will be higher than the one in 2024. It would be anyway, but they'll be adding some staff, in my opinion. It also means I had heard, actually ran into somebody today on my walk that confirmed it. But I had heard uh, from a couple of different sources that Chairman Harper was trying uh, to get Ms. Otsuka on before the board meeting last week, which was when NCUA, NCUA approved their 2024-2025 budget. Because they weren't able to get her in place, they cut the budget back to an increase of 7%. There were some positions that fell out. But even before that, the two Republicans, in my mind, probably kept the probably kept Climate change from being an initiative that would be discussed in the budget documents or any money spent on. I'd heard that, you know, was something that, that may have been a little bit prohibited from Chairman Harper's desires in the budget. And he is adding some staff in the area on specialists on consumer compliance. My prediction is that in 2025, that budget will go up even more. My prediction is this will give him even make him more empowered as chair, not that he wasn't as chair, but having a second vote potentially to back him up on nearly everything he wants to do. I'm expecting that they will be lockstep with CFPB, even more lockstep 
with CFPB on most things that comes out from CFPB, but in particular share overdrafts and NSF fees. So the first time that you'll probably see something where there's a bit of a more of a full court press on these democratic issues will be the ensuing board meeting in January, but also in January, uh, one of the key documents of the year comes out and I'll be doing a podcast uh, when it does come out, but that document is the examination priorities for 2024. Uh, that typically comes out in the third week of the year. And while other board members can influence that, that the Federal Credit Union Act names the chairman of NCUA as the spokesperson for NCUA. So when letters to credit unions come up, that can be 100% the words of the chairman. They can uh, seek input, and Todd is of the, of the political variety where he does seek input, but in the end, he decides what goes in that letter. So he's going to have a little bit, I think he's going to lean into consumer compliance. Consumer compliance is always on the priorities. Last year, it had the most verbiage. If you looked at which of the six priorities last year had the most words associated with it, Consumer compliance was number one, even though it was fourth or fifth on the list. I'm predicting that'll move up on the list. I'm predicting they will do a full court press on share overdrafts and NSFs and probably a few other things. Now, in that letter, they also point out what their exam scope is going to be on consumer compliance. Perhaps we'll see them list more of those, of those as priorities, more different regulations that they're going to be looking at. Why? Because they have a democratic lid board and because they are putting specialists in, in this arena. So again, you can expect more in that letter. You can expect more in 2025. Now it would have been nice if for, for the Democrats and for Chairman Harper, if she could have been on in time to influence the budget more, but that's going to have to wait to 2025 with the caveat that there are two tools that NCUA can use to reorganize monies from the budget. One of those is there is the mid-year budget, which happens in July. So you get to July and you decide, you know, we really want to add a few more positions of this. We don't need that. And I will predict that uh, Chairman Harper will make some changes, perhaps the most material changes in a mid-year budget in 2024, as we've seen since since Debbie Matz was in charge, you know, in 2016. So watch for that in July. But the other thing they can do is they have this power called an overhire. So in the federal government, they have full-time equivalents that are FTEs that are approved in, a, in the budget. Now, approval of that uh, assigns the bodies, the numbers, but it also assigns the dollars. Those dollars are not always spent. And so as long as you stay under the dollar spent, you can do what's called an overhire. So for example, I have in the budget for a region, I have a hundred examples, just picking a number. And when I start the year, I only have 90 of those folks on board. I get to the middle of the year and I, I still only have 90 on. Well, I have not spent the half that I could have spent that year. That gives me some play in the budget where I can take some other positions overhire I could say, let's hire 20 examiners and, and go up to 110 and then burn the money at a little faster rate in the second half of the year. Or I could have folks come to the office of the executive director saying, you know what? We had a cybersecurity incident. We need more people in that area. And the executive director can fund these overhires. And then it all kind of comes home to roost at the full budget that gets approved in November of December for the next year. 
So it's a good tool that the executive director can can utilize. Now, when I was at NCUA, the executive director reported to the board, but supervised by the the chairman. Now, the chairman has more pull still with the executive director. I think they've tweaked how the appraisal process works for the executive director. So the other board members have a little bit more clout over just reporting to them than they did when I left a couple of years back. But in any event, uh, the chairman can walk down to Larry Fazio, the executive director, and say, you know what? I think we need a few more consumer compliance folks. When you have some overhire over capacity, I think we should do that. Larry, what do you think? And of course, you know, when the chairman says that to you, you have, a, you have to have a good reason to disagree, meaning that it's not legal. So I'm fully expecting that Todd will be able to flex, flex his muscle a little bit and do some things that he's probably wanted to do since he became chairman, but he didn't have that second one. Now, the other thing is typically you see the, the Democrats vote together and the Republicans vote together. Now I was at NCUA as the deputy executive director back in the year of 2000 and there were situations there where it didn't quite work like that. Then chairman Norm DeMoore was so excited when Yolanda Wheat came in because he had quote unquote, his second vote. Well, guess what? They very rarely voted together. They didn't like each other. They took each other on at board meetings, after board meetings, the things that I heard them say to each other were, were chaotic and stressful for staff, a little bit less than the professional level that we have. Now with this board. So now what I'm saying is I fully expect these two Democrats to work together, but it doesn't mean Todd will get everything. Now, Tanya Otsuka is coming over from Sherrod Brown, working with Sherrod Brown. I know that, I believe that Chairman Harper is pleased to get her on board, but the way Todd tends to be, while he's on the Democratic side, he tends to, on some issues, to be more moderate. I'm looking at and looking forward to see where Tanya Otsuka lands on all this. She, she's the first Asian board member and she's also in her thirties, lower thirties. So she brings youth to the board. All of these things are going to be good, but they're going to mean something as to what her agenda is based on the journey she's taken in life and what her priorities are going to be. So it's going to be interesting to see where that goes, but I fully suspect that she will support Todd on many of these initiatives because they're the ones I've mentioned are big Biden administration, big democratic, Democrats supportive type issues. You're going to see these things, in my opinion, coming up in 2024 and beyond. And Todd's got a long run left on his terms. I'm sure he's very excited to get into 20. Now, again, as I mentioned on the front end, this is likely going to be my last podcast for 2023. I did a podcast earlier this month where I Two of them actually, where I tested some AI functions and uh, you're going to see a little bit more of that on a related podcast, likely as soon as early 2024, but I'll announce that probably uh, in January. With that, I want to thank you for listening this year. I hope, wish you happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, and I look forward to recording at least weekly podcasts and likely more into 2024. All right. Thank you so much for listening. This is Mark Treichel signing off for 2023 with Flying Colors.
thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktrichel.com. 